this life, there are opportunities to be and achieve great things. But his opportunities to serve are designed to launch us past our day-to-day and into the fullness of the ultimate reality of greatness in the kingdom. God is a rewarder, and his nature is to reward, not flippantly, but lavishly based on how we love him in this age. He will review our lives and in his grace, he will judiciously reward positions to us based on our response to his kingly leadership over our lives. Let us answer that eternal drive for greatness by pursuing God's design and will for our life. Through our specific skill sets and talents, the Lord will lead us to love and serve others for his glory both for our benefit and for the benefit of the body. Well, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. That scripture has been ringing out within me during this podcast this month. Because you know what? In the soulish realm, where we make our decisions, where the decisions are made, where our will, our emotions, oh my goodness, and those things that we think about, our mind, that's the realm where we're making decisions and choices. And there are some, some principles that have to be set in place in our lives in order to see the great and the mighty things come to pass in our lives. Those promotions that you expect in your finances, on your job, in your home, those big promotions that you're looking for. I want you to know promotion comes from the Lord and we must qualify. Yes, we've got to qualify according to the word of God. It starts with working to live by the prerequisites that I'm sharing with you. Well, I gave you one last week and that was having a servant's heart. I want to talk about another one today because, you know, you want that promotion and I want to see you get it. All right. Number two, let's talk about that. Humility. James 4 and 10 in the New King James Version, it says, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. You know, having a servant's heart will require humility, but walking in humility goes far beyond that. <laughs> yes. If you want to be promoted in your job, in your finances, in your ministry, in your family, or any other area, all pride has to go. You may be thinking, I don't have a problem with pride. Oh, let me tell you what I got to say about that. If you don't think you have trouble with pride, you're confused. You have flesh, don't you? Then you have pride to deal with. Pride is something every single person has to combat. But make no mistake, you must combat it. Okay, fight. Pride isn't just an unkind attitude. It's a dream killer. It will rob you of everything you're believing for, and it will halt your miracles. Yes, it will, James 4 and 5. Let me tell you, this is why the enemy wants to tempt you into being prideful. It's what caused the fall of all mankind, after all. Yes, it does. And see, this is what caused the devil to fall. Mm-hmm. His pride lifted up himself. He knows he can devour you when he can get you to be like him. Proud, defiant, and rebellious. Remember those three words. You qualify for promotion when you work on having a humble spirit. In fact, the Bible tells us to be clothed with humility. First Peter 5 and 5. This isn't a one-time deal. No, uh-uh. It's a daily effort. What does humility really look like? Help me out here. I will. Humility thinks of others first. 
Humility is content behind the scenes. Humility doesn't push its way to the front. Humility willingly submits. Humility graciously receives correction. Humility makes adjustments. Humility doesn't ruin an apology with an excuse. Uh, Humility expects nothing and appreciates everything. Humility accepts responsibility and doesn't shift blame. Humility is easy to live with, work with, and be with. To get to this place, pride has to die. If you think you can do this on your own, that's pride too. (laughs) Yeah, you need correction. If you can begin to see correction as a gift, you'll be on the expressway to humility. That means, correction, that means that you're allowing God and even people to correct you. Even if someone doesn't handle it as delicately as they could, you need to learn to receive correction from people. When you don't, that's your flesh rising up and telling you, feed your pride. Ah, If you want to see promotion in your life, ask God to help you become someone who lives and walks with humility. Because pride will set you up for a fall, but humility will set you up for honor. (laughs) Oh yes, third thing, prerequisite. For promotion, diligence. Proverbs 10 and 4 says, Diligent hands bring wealth. You want to get set up for the abundant harvest in your life. You'll start doing what you can, working with your hands. You see, just like humility, diligence is the door to promotion. You can't qualify without it. Are you diligent? A diligent person is conscientious in their work or duties. They're industrious, hardworking, meticulous, thorough. Someone who does more than what's expected, dependable, punctual, constant, stable, focused. You want me to breathe? (laughs) Does this describe you? Are you meeting the prerequisite for promotion by being diligent? The Bible tells us a bit more about the diligent people and uh, just who they are and what they receive. Proverbs 10 and 4 says diligent people are hard workers. (laughs) Yeah. And then Proverbs 21 and 5 lets us know that diligent people thoughtfully plan. Proverbs 22 and 29 says diligent people serve great leaders. Mm. (laughs) You know why? Because diligent people, they won't be overlooked for long. Mm -mm. They'll end up in the highest of places. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I tell people all the time, I say, if you make yourself available, you will certainly be used. Amen. And get busy working. Diligent people are resourceful and they care for what they have. You know, I thank God for my team here on Dash because there's so many things that come up and so many things that happen. And I want you to know, oh my God, you're talking about diligent and getting busy with and being resourceful and caring about everything from the equipment all the way to uh, anything that has to be done because it's a blessing. And see, that's diligence, diligent people. Glory to God. And see, diligent people become great leaders. Proverbs 12 and 24. See, it says, when you work hard, you will become a leader. That's promotion. Joseph and David are proof of this truth. Now, if you want to be promoted in life, work hard. Be diligent. As a Christian, uh, as a spouse, as a parent, as a friend, as a financial steward, as a minister, as an employee, get qualified for promotion. Fourth thing, faithfulness. Proverbs 20 and 6 says, a faithful man who can find. (laughs) You know, Up to this point, every prerequisite that I've discussed with you that we've shared 
concerning being diligent, every one of them so far is non-negotiable. Yeah, yeah, you think about it. Having a servant's heart, having humility, being diligent, non-negotiable. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you find out that when you begin to move in faithfulness, a faithful man, who can you find? It's non-negotiable too. (laughs) It seems to be a lost art these days, doesn't it? Perhaps that's why we don't see people advancing when they should. Remember David? He was the most faithful among all of King Saul's servants. That's what God is looking for. Faithful people are located and promoted by God. That's what happens when you live out the prerequisites for promotion. Promotion will chase after and overtake you. (laughs) Yes, let's look at the Bible characteristics of a faithful person. Yeah, what does the Bible say? Faithful people can be trusted by those they serve. Yeah, wonderful. Faithful people keep a confidence. They don't reveal secrets to go around talking about matters that should be kept quiet. That's in the Bible too, Proverbs 11 and 13. Mm-hmm. They don't talk about what's going on and matters that should be kept quiet. They're tight-lipped on it. Faithful people are loyal. Yeah, I love that because there is a difference in loyalty and faithfulness. You see, they don't cheat. They don't steal or abuse their position. You find a lot of faithful people, but they cheat. They steal. They abuse their position. But when you're loyal, mm, I love it. They don't cheat. They don't steal. They don't abuse their position. Faithful people are truthful and honest. They don't lie or bend the truth. Proverbs 14 and 5. Faithful people are reliable and dependable. They show up on time and they do what they say they will do. Proverbs 25 and 13. Faithfulness is a prerequisite for promotion. Luke 16 and 10 says, He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. Oh, you know what that's saying? You you start training for it with little things. And then when the big things come, it's not a problem. It's part of your nature. Mm -hmm. When you are faithful where God has placed you, he will know he can trust you with even more. Proverbs 28 and 20 says, A faithful man will abound with blessings. (laughs) I love it. Oh, we're at the last one. The prerequisite. Number five. Oh, here we go. Integrity. Proverbs 20 and 7. The just man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. Many people don't realize the connection between integrity and promotion. Galatians 6 and 7 tells us we reap what we sow. So if you connect the dots, it's easy to see. Sowing integrity will produce a harvest of promotion. Honesty is valued highly in our society. It is a non-negotiable with God. There is a greater demand for integrity from Christians because of who we represent. A lot of times, you know, you can say, well, you know, they expect this from me and that from me. And and they don't expect that from this one over here, that one. But you are a Christian. It goes along with the territory because we as Christians, you know, There is no greater demand than integrity that God expects from us. 2 Corinthians 8 and 21 says, We are careful to be honorable before the Lord, but we also want everyone else to see that we are honorable. (laughs) Your life is like a letter. Anyone can read it by looking at you. 2 Corinthians 3 and 2. That's what many believers don't understand. We are being watched and read like a book. The world hears every word we speak and sees every action we take. Our lives are a testimony 
to the unsaved about who our God is. And we have a responsibility to represent him accurately. How important is integrity? Well, I'm here to tell you, it's very important. And to qualify for promotion, you got to live your life with integrity down to the tiniest detail. And when you do that, let me tell you, you'll find that you're living a blameless life. Yeah, and that, that simply means, that mean you're perfect. You know what it means? It means that you do what is right, even when it looks like it could be to your disadvantage. What does integrity mean? It means you keep your word no matter what. You show up when you say you're going to show up and you do what you say you're going to do. What does the Bible say about integrity? How does it define it? Doing the right thing. Return things you borrowed, like rental cars, in better shape than when you got them. <laughs> I have to laugh at that because for a span of time, uh, you've heard me talk about the car that I bought after my husband passed and all the research I did. I got a lot of rental cars, and you return them back just like you got them. Oh, yes, my son does that to this day. And that's because of the principle that he saw in our home. Yeah, return excess change that was accidentally given to you. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Return the shopping cart to the proper place. Oh, yeah, I'm still working on that, but I do it. I do it, but I'm working on it. <laughs> oh, because they have those lines that are right next to where I park for you to set the buggy. Lend without charging interest and refuse to be bribed. Oh, yes, and when you do that, you'll begin to see promotion coming your way. Oh, if you've been waiting for promotion, start developing your character and meeting these five prerequisites. That's a key. And remember, it's God's will for you to be promoted. As long as you're in line with his word, you don't have to fight, beg, beat the system. God will get you to the place you need to be. He'll take you there so fast, it will blow your mind. So I want to say to you, huh, you've been waiting on promotion. Start having a servant's heart. Start being humble having humility every day, walking in it, and then be diligent. Ah, yes, it'll just set you up for an abundant harvest, working with your hands and doing what you can do and be faithful. Oh, yes, filled with integrity. Ah, well, my prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. I am Carol Dixon. Oh, and this is Dash. Oh, and I am expecting great promotion from the Lord because I am putting these five prerequisites for promotion to work in my life. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Dash Podcast with Carol Dixon. We pray that you have been blessed by this message on today. Dash is a nonprofit organization, and with your donations and generous giving, will help us continue to podcast to your location and around the world. For more information on how you can give to Dash Podcast, please email us at imcaroldixon at gmail.com. All donations are tax deductible. For we are serving the community positively, productively, and prayerfully. And remember, Dash is always on. Thank you.